0: Welcome to the old nerd, young nerd, super secret bonus round. Yes, we, uh, we entered the cheat code and unlocked the bonus room because we ran out of time to properly wrap I, up like, our finale.
1: What cracks me up is like we weren't expecting this at all. We, we like this was supposed well, to be like also, a twenty
0: minute episode. We also wanted like a ten minute detective Pikachu
1: round. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, but this episode deals with our honorable mentions from our top ten. Lists. I think you had more honorable mentions than I did. No, 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 you, no. Yeah, you, yeah, you're you're correct. You, um, Derek had N64. I had NES. Um Let's start with. The, we'll start down. Want to start down? Going from like eleven to whatever. I
0: don't even have the honorable mentions labeled. They just kind of are with it. Oh, are. okay. Well, I, I can put one in it as an official eleven because I played it more than the other one. Now,
1: I, I le- and again, like the honorable mentions for me, I don't know about Derek. They're all commingled. I just I just started like writing down other games that I was like infatuated with. But go ahead.
0: So I, I thought apologize. This was like a fun little game, uh, Yoshi Story. I don't think I ever played that for N sixty four. N sixty four. Yeah, you're Yoshi and a bunch of Yoshis, and you run around. Oh and you, no! no I you I do remember eggs, that. Yeah, 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 eggs, yeah. And
1: you dodge all the Mario stuff. It
0: was a fun little game. It was my sister's
1: game, technically. I don't. I, 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 like. I never had that. But so, do you still have it?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I have nice. all my N64 games.
1: So you stole your sister's games? Oh, she gave it to me. Saying. Okay. Yeah, she gave it to me. Under pain of death? No. Oh, okay. All right. She didn't want it. Alright. Um, my favorite... Well, one of my favorites after the top ten came out in 87. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out.
0: I'm surprised it didn't crack your top ten. Because I know for a lot of people... It was his-
1: really? It was, it was up there. I mean, there was Punch-Out... Um, and then when Mike Tyson won the heavyweight championship of the world, um, they came out with this and they basically final
0: boss, he was the
1: final boss. I heard he was really hard to beat. he was, but once you knew how to beat him, like there was like this little twinkle in his eye, he, um, he came up to you and he, he gave you like a bunch of punches. Yeah. Almost dead. Comes right up to you. He bounces to the right, two bounces to the left. And then his eye twinkles, as soon as his eye twinkles, you had to give him a fast punch to the face. As as long as you did that, and literally it was, um, you had to do the exact same punching to him in order to knock him out. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, this is before the internet, obviously, but it was, you know, totally shared from all gamers, you know, wherever. So you see him at uh, tw- his eye twinkle. You have to give him a fast punch to the face.
0: Was it? Is like a noticeable twinkle. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, no, Like literally, you saw like a little a starburst. Okay. Um, so you're just
0: waiting for the starburst, and then you get, and Yeah, hit because
1: you're you're getting beaten up. Mm-hmm. Like um, before this happens, before he does this, come up to you, beat you up, uh, right, left, left, and then the and this and then the eye twinkle. You're getting uh, the you're getting beat up, so you have maybe like it's a like, third of your was energy. Was
0: it, was it like a glass jaw kind of deal? You hit him point with the twinkle, and then it's done.
1: Or no, 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 twinkles? no. You had to first. You had to hit him uh, with the eye twinkle at exactly the right moment, and there was like three or four other. Like really heavy hits, that you had to like nail so like him.
0: Off. If you nail him at the eye twinkle, right, was like, was that like a thing where like his defenses were dropped, so you
1: could mm-hmm. just just
0: get in a bunch of hits?
1: You are correct. Okay, yeah, I mean, this, this it was a light punch because you're because basically you had a, you had the option of hitting him in the face, hitting him in the chest, right, but you had to hit him in the face with the eye twinkle. Right, and, and then quick, he then
0: quick jab to the face. Yeah.
1: Right, and then he would like throw his arms up, and then then it was like body blows, okay. and then hit him in the face again, and he would go down. um But you
0: just but had again. to. You had to know that. Yeah. You probably, oh, yeah. Oh, it was.
1: Be in. And it was. And it was. No, you couldn't. This was Mike Tyson. Right. Um, Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh, you had to literally do it exactly the same every single time. Mm-hmm. In order to beat him, not a whole heck of a lot. (laughs) I I mean, in all honesty, no. You're you're completely correct, and that's exactly what happened. Um, Everybody, uh, everybody I know had Mike Tyson's punch out. Once you learned the technique, once you learned you have to do this, that, and the other thing, Mm -hmm. um, then the game was over, right? And then it would just get harder. Like the the levels get harder. Uh the bosses would get harder and everything else. Like I think the first boss you ever fight is Glass Joe, where you actually, you know, hit him in the jaw and you know it's over right. for the most part. But they just get they, they just get harder and harder. Um until you get to world champion
0: Mike Tyson.
1: Right. And then you had to do it exactly the same way every single time. And it was literally like milliseconds. Mm-hmm. You literally had to time it absolutely perfectly.
0: Like, so you're just, you're not even looking, you're looking at his face just waiting, with your hand hovering over a button waiting for that Correct.
1: I mean, right, and and it was the same fight every single time, because it would just get harder and harder. Mm -hmm. You just have, instead of, like, doing it the first time and knocking him out, like, you know, you do the face blow, and then you do two body blows, and you do a face blow again, and you would go down, and you would win, and then it might be, you have to do it twice, and you have to do it three times, you have to do it four times. Um... But that's that's basically the way uh, the game rolled. But it was it was a great game. It was a fun game, uh, even though everyone knew how to beat it probably two or three months in for right. the game's release because it was Punch Out. Um, Punch Out existed way before Mike Tyson, um, but and you're always like this um, green. Um, how do I put this? Uh, over image, mm-hmm. so you're seeing yourself as like this green over image, uh, with your left or your right shot. Um, but I, it, it was a great game. My not in my top ten because, as you said, once you learn how to beat them, you beat them. Right. Not a whole heck of a lot of replay value. Gotcha. It was really just like, all right, how many points can I score if I really want to do this? Like, once I'm done with the game, I'm I'm ninety percent done with it. Um, but that was my number 11. Where are you at? Uh, If
0: I were to pick a number 12, it would be Donkey Kong 64, which is a game I really loved and really hated.
1: Why'd you hate it? Um, um, I I know why you loved it because I played the game myself and I still have it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a fun game because it introduces you more to the Donkey Kong family and it has that funny little rap.
1: Right, yeah, like Diddy there. Kong and Grandpa Kong or yeah, whatever or his name the, is. Yeah, the
0: big, the big Kong, the Chip Kong, the
1: mm-hmm. Kong. Mm-hmm. And
0: they all had their little values, but, like, so there was one level... What
1: What didn't you like about it?
0: There was one level that, like, you had to launch Donkey Kong at, like, the Crocodile Kings puzzle. Mm-hmm. It would pop up. So the first one was easy. second one was harder. The third one was almost impossible to hit. Yeah. And you needed three hits to get to the, the last level. In the last level, were, I couldn't ever figure it out. And I didn't have the strategy guide. And this mm-hmm. was before the strategy guides were available online for free. Right. So I didn't have a walkthrough to follow through either.
1: I was just—I mm-hmm. was completely lost. And that, that's... And you know what? And that's a whole separate issue where you have to have the strategy guide in order to finish the game. Yeah. That has always been a sticking point with me. Um, where I literally had where no it was just like...
0: Like you start off... If I remember correctly, it's the last level. You start off, there's a timer, and there's no indication on where to go. Mm-hmm. And that just pissed me off. Because I was so confused. And I tried it a couple different times and I mm-hmm. I I eventually just ne- never played the game. No, again.
1: I mean I mean for me, um in my N sixty four years, like I would automatically buy before I even played the game, the game mm-hmm. and the strategy guide. And I and I have I think but probably like two hundred between
0: a game and a strategy guide that's like a hundred bucks. It's, it's like, like
1: seventy it's or 80. Like 75 to hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, well, when you bought from like Babbage's or GameStop or something like that, you would get twenty percent off the strategy guide. Strategy I mean, guide. Yeah, 50, so you bought
0: the game and the guide at the same. Yeah, time. and I remember the, them being like 40,
1: 50 bucks. Oh, it was it was insane. Um, and I still do it now, like with, with like the older games, like. We were talking about uh, during the intermission. We were talking about uh, Beyond Good and Evil, which is one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played it several times, and now I want to like. I, and I'm in the midst of playing it again, just getting a hundred percent completion rate. Uh, but I bought the strategy guide for that literally like three or four years ago. It's a twenty year old game. Wow. So you know, like when I like, and I have saved on Amazon. Different strategy, guy. Just because, and this and this kind of really bothers me. In order to complete the game completely, there's like this these esoteric nonsense things you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like on the third day of the week, you have to stand uh, at noon in this location mm-hmm. and hold this thing up in order to get such and such. Which which always really bothered me because no one's going to know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like you have to have the strategy guy for that, and and that's for like the guys that are
0: completionists, right? That want the hundred percent, or that not want it, but need that hundred percent, right. and are going to de- delve all that time into mm-hmm. it. And like, um, one of my favorite ever video games of all time is Batman: Arkham City mm-hmm. for the 360. Which I have. And yeah. um, so they have the Calendar Man character in there. It's kind of just in a jail cell, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you remember it. He's in like the church. No, the basement, I don't. the basement of a church. Mm-hmm. Well. He's just there. You think he's just there? Is kind of like, oh, he's there, but there, there's. Uh, each month has a holiday that if you talk to him on it, he says something different. And if you get all twelve, he escapes. You can't catch him. He's just gone. The next time you go back there, and you get an
1: achievement. How would like, you, but how would you know that? No, you wouldn't. That, like Unless that's my point. A
0: walkthrough or a strategy guide,
1: or that—that that is exactly my point. With a lot of these games, because I'm a big. And, and again, like once I complete a, a game, I'm I'm pretty much over it. For yeah. like I'd say ninety percent of the games I play, once I'm done and I see those end credits roll, I'm done. I'm over it. Past it. Legend of Zelda, uh, The Wind Waker. Um, is that for GameCube. GameCube, yes, it is. I've never had a GameCube. Um, but basically, what you have to do, and here and here, this is what bothers me about this whole thing. There's a taking picture thing where you oh, yeah, have to take you're, pictures um uh, where you have to take pictures of every enemy mm-hmm. if you play the game the first first time you can never do this you could never complete it you have to complete the game and then replay it and then replay it because you don't have the camera to start with so certain uh bosses You don't have the camera in the very beginning intro.
0: If you replay, you start with the
1: camera. Correct. Wow. So you don't know that, and and I honestly have I think two or three walkthroughs of Wind Waker, mm -hmm. um, where I'm doing it now. I think I'm at ninety nine percent. I think I need like one or two more bosses to just completely complete it. But that that's another game where if you didn't have the strategy walkthrough, you're not going to know it. No. You'd be like, well, what didn't I do? Yeah, Or, how can I take pictures of these guys? Right. And you, because you don't know that you have to take pictures after you complete the game. Wow. So, uh, um, anyway, we're, we're, we're going off topic a little bit. A little but bit, what buddy. is your next game?
0: So this goes...
1: N64. 64.
0: This isn't for, like, solo playthrough. This was, again, just playing with friend team. It was NBA mm-hmm. courtside. Never played it it's just, it just a generic basketball game, but all my friends were into playing. Like we played basketball in school, so we would play it on N sixty four as well.
1: But you never, did you ever play NBA Jam? Like no. I used to play that. No, really? I didn't play NBA. I didn't have NBA Jam. I had courtside. Okay, what was so spectacular about courtside? It's, it's and like, I and I can't really, really I can't really comment because so this is all you.
0: Nothing special about it. Okay. It was. It's, it's more.
1: Um, it was a, just a regular basketball game. Just a,
0: it's, yeah, it's just a basketball game. With you know
1: NBA players and everything,
0: okay, but it's just um it's it's more it's in there for nostalgia purposes. Okay, I had fun with playing it with my friends a couple times.
1: All right, all right. My next one, and they've talked about this in uh popular media, was Duck Hunt. Okay, where um when you got the the NES, mm-hmm. depending on which system you bought, um you got the Zapper gun. And you'd have to shoot down these mallards and everything else. If you miss the mallards, then this dog will pop up and laugh at you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just ridicule you. You
0: can shoot the dog though, right? I you know. think. I'm not sure if you can.
1: To be honest with you,
0: or, or maybe you just never
1: tried. No, I probably tried. <laughs> but I mean, I, like that—that that was like another another favorite of mine. What is on your list next?
0: We have the Star Wars Pod Racing game, which we touched on a little
1: bit. Yeah, that was another one where it was a um, a big box where you got. Um, I think there was like a memory card that you had to put in, right?
0: I didn't own the game; in my neighbor had. Uh, so okay,
1: I was, I was All right. it. it was you know. Nineteen
0: ninety nine,
1: I think. A, uh,
0: a Fun little game,
1: mm-hmm. but I again, it,
0: it to me, it has the detriment of being a racing game, mm-hmm. but it was different, right? Not quite as good as Mario Kart, obviously, because that's pretty hard to beat. No, I love Mario Kart. As far as racing Kart. games goes. No, no, a, no, I hear you. I mean PlayStation tried to have that Crash Bandicoot
1: racing. Mm-hmm. Was, Which I also have. Just but, rip- but it's just a ripoff. No, it's totally a ripoff. Um and it didn't have like the fun factor that um, Mario Kart did. Mm-hmm. My next one, and I don't know if you've ever played this, was I Carry Warriors. Never heard of it. Basically, it was a clone of Contra where there was two. You were, it was a cooperative game where uh, you and your buddy would go to rescue whomever. Mm-hmm. And it was basically just shooting and everything else. Except instead of a side scroller, it was an um, up and down scroller. So instead of going left to right, you're going up to down. So so with your little soldier, you're, you're fighting up. And, um, your, your buddy or whoever was also, um, there, but that was another one that was kind of like an unsung hero because a lot of people play at a Kyrie Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I don't think there was a cheat code on that. Uh, but I can't be, uh, for sure. Uh, but that was, that was my honorable mention on that one. What's your next
0: um, you probably would never play this game because I'm pretty sure it was a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. I never owned it, but a friend had it, so I would either watch or, you know, occasionally play. It was a
1: Duke Nukem. I I do actually have that N64. Just really? For, just for the fact that because Duke Nukem was a uh, clone of, oh god, I can't think of the word or or the name of the game. It was Castle Wolfenstein. Okay. Duke Nukem was it was basically a clone of Castle Wolfenstein. Okay. Which was like the and again, this Not is good. more me buying the game for nostalgia purposes than me actually liking the game. Right. But I I do remember it. Wow. I do have it. I've never literally actually even played it because I just don't I just don't, don't like them. Don't do the first no, no, I, I really just do don't. That. Um but that was my next one. All right. My next one. And if you never had a Nintendo, you might not have ever played this, but it was Kung Fu by um, Nintendo. Yeah, I never heard of it. Basically, you just did chops or you did kicks, and it was a side-scroller where obviously the, the enemies would just get more and more intense and everything else. Instead of, like, fighting one person, you'd be fighting three or four or whatever. But it reminded me a lot of the the older games with like Zax and everything else because it was it was repeating. It was re- it was a repeating side scroller action game where it was basically just the same thing over and over, just quicker with more intense enemies, with more enemies, but it was the same thing. Okay, I, and I, I I do like that. I still love that game. Um, I still have it in the original box, um, but it was it, it was a great game. You didn't like level up or anything else. It was just literally that was a button masher. It, literally, it was like, and again, I'm I'm like hitting the hitting yeah. the desk. Um, but literally, it's like, all right, can I hit him a hundred times with my kick or my punch or whatever? And basically, there was there were several different moves: a kick and a punch, mm. a crouching kick and a punch. Mm. And then a jumping kick and a punch. And that was basically it. So depending on who you're dealing with, that was it. But it was a great game at the time. And again, this is 85. Right. Um, so it was really like the invention of Nintendo and everything else and before they got into the bigger things. Alright, what's your next one?
0: My next one... I have mixed feelings about this game because there's... And... Let me just name it, and then I'll get your thoughts on it. Pokemon Snap.
1: I believe I have that one.
0: I believe I do. Where you're just riding around in, like,
1: a trolley car, and you just take pictures of Mm -hmm. Pokemon as they fly by. Which didn't really make sense to me from a Pokemon standpoint.
0: It's not like a game. To me, it wasn't really a game so much as an experience. Right. Like, all right, here's a Pokemon. You take a cool-looking picture, and then you move on with your life. Right. That's why, like... I never owned it. Again, my neighbor had it, and I would we would occasionally put it in. But that was like, like when when they first got it, I was like, "Yeah, Pokemon Snap. Let's check this out." Right. Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. I so mean, like, it, it like got, they're like really old. they were cashing in on Pokemon. It
0: got old really quick. Mm-hmm. To put it that way, because like you know, if you're playing Pokemon, you want to battle and capture and train them. Right. Got to catch them all. Exactly, and this is you just take pictures of them all.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I think I, I think I actually do have that. I mean, it was. I don't think I've actually ever played it. It
0: was kind of cool just to occasionally see like one of the legendary birds fly by. Mm and be like, oh, okay, cool. Click,
1: move on with your life. Yeah. So that that never got a lot of uh, replay. Yeah, it it was one of those. It was kind of like off the, off the beaten path, but they were trying to cash in on a huge franchise.
0: Yeah, and that officially runs me out of games.
1: All right, I don't know
0: how many more you have left.
1: No, I've got a bunch. Capped out. Ghosts and Goblins, nineteen eighty six, and we and we and we talked about this. Yeah, you
0: said you and your uh, buddy were tag teaming.
1: Yeah, this was a game. uh, This was before there was um, uh, passcodes or battery backup or anything else. You 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 could literally
0: through the gauntlet. Yeah,
1: literally this game was like, you can die a billion times, and mm-hmm. you d- whatever your last save point was, that's where you used to respawn at. Okay. And um, I'm guessing
0: there weren't that many save
1: points. No, it was, it was okay. insane. Like, it because was you literally to had to, to battle because here's here's the way Ghost of Goblins worked. work. You had to battle through a cemetery and everything else, and then you were in purgatory, mm. and then you had to battle through the levels of hell. Oh, all nine, uh, what, nine levels of hell? It was more than that. Like it was, um, it was insane. Um, and my buddy Kurt, uh, who I work with uh, when I was a teenager, he would come over. Literally, I would like get through the like, X number of levels, and then I'm like, I I got to take a nap. And then he will play, uh, and then I will wake up, and he would play. And like it, it was kind of funny because. My mother would ask uh, we're like, have you been awake all night? I'm like, No, Kurt was playing this blah 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 for like three hours and I take a nap. But literally this was like the game. Um so like, and me, it me, was kinda you're... it was kinda unique because this was a game where you had to be awake constantly or you kept your you kept your game on. Right, you just didn't turn your system on. Right. Uh, system. No, it's not at all. No. Kind of
0: mad
1: at but, I mean, like, from the electric bill standpoint, it's not really, like, a huge no, thing, but, no. um, like but the, the whole fact of, like, pausing your game.
0: I mean, keeping the game on pause for, like, nine hours before you, know, yeah. you go
1: to school or whatever. Right, which, which is insane, and I did that. But that was, like, the epitome of Ghosts and so Goblins. You gotta,
0: like, so you would get home, like, on, like, a Friday afternoon from school, your buddy would come over.
1: You guys would just lay out a bunch of food, game, sleep, wake up, game, or yeah. handoff and Yeah, I mean it was it was crazy. Shifts kind I of mean, like from, I've never
0: heard of that for a game before.
1: No, I mean and Ghosts and Goblins was really the first where you could do that because there was never you would die and have to restart. Is if you're at that last sit, that spawn point, mm-hmm. you could just restart it from there. Well at least. And then there. but it was it was like It was crazy, like, like literally. That was like the only game that I can really say where this it it was just like a nonstop thing, dude. And did you guys beat it? No, never did. did. No, no. I mean, we got to Satan, uh, but unfortunately, we could not destroy Satan. No, we never actually did. I would love to lie and say that we did beat it after thirty hours, right? But it was always like, and here's the thing. Like, you get to his throne room because you'd have to, like, destroy, like, two or three minions, mm-hmm. which almost killed you. Uh, and and here's the other thing <clears throat> with Ghosts and Goblins. You had three times where you could get hit. Mm-hmm. First time, took off your uh, helmet. Second time, took off your armor. Third time, killed you. Right. So you had it didn't matter. You couldn't level up your character. Nothing. Three hits. You literally had three hits, and then you'd start start over. It was it was insane. Like that sounds. It was ridiculous. like one of the hardest freaking games ever because that that's what you had to ridiculously do. Ridiculously the hard. It was it was insanely hard, and I mean they came out with a. um a uh, a sequel, Ghouls and Ghosts, which was on Genesis, I think, which I also have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Ghosts and Goblins was insane, and that's and that's why it's an honorable mention for me because number one, I never beat it. Um, number two, because this is what you had to do in order to play the game. Like it, literally it was like a tag team effort. But we never we never destroyed Satan. Wow. So for uh, 30 years later or like so, so. By the time you got to <clears throat> Satan like you'd have your armor off or something. Yeah, because you'd have like two or three minions that you'd have to kill first. It was crazy. Like you had to be the perfect gamer and I'm not perfect. Yeah. So um you literally had to like jump, duck, blah blah blah. What's in order it? to defeat saint here
0: here's like here's some ego coming in right i look back at some of these like like the uh, banjo kazooie and the donkey kong 64 i would right. love to think that as now a 31 year old man i could go back to these games and like figure out what i couldn't figure out when i was 10 right it's entirely
1: possible that wouldn't happen yeah no i one, mean like no
0: one said these games were
1: simple yeah i mean it's, it's it's crazy it's crazy um but Ghost of Goblins was a huge, huge hurdle for me, mm. which I never, which I never like overcame. Um, next one is Jackal for me. Jackal, which you've probably never heard of. It's a, it's an obviously it's an NES game, and uh, what it basically was a Konami game. So the Konami code worked. Mm. You're basically. Um, and a tactical, which is a jeep with like a, a machine gun on it. Yeah, yeah. Where you'd have to go through, it was almost, but it was a um, top to bottom scroller where you'd have to kill, you know, all the enemies and everything else. But again, Konami code worked. So it was a cooperative thing, almost like Contra, almost exactly. Contra was side to side, uh, Jackal was up and down. And you can upgrade your weapons and everything else, blah blah blah. Um, but I love that game. My friends love that game because it sounds like
0: I would get a kick out of it.
1: No, no, no. it was it was a great game. You could actually beat it mm-hmm. as long as you're doing the Konami code. And again, it was almost the same way as Contra, where you're like, "All right, I'm going to put the Konami code in. You got to cover like, me while I'm while I'm what, living."
0: What I don't like. Are games that you need the code to win, or you need a strategy guide to win? I don't like that either. Like, I don't mind needing a strategy guide to figure out how to get like every little collectible there is. Right, but like to to actually win the main part of the game, you shouldn't need. You should be able to figure out on your own.
1: No, no, if I, you can't, I like
0: I, I agree hundred percent. To me, that's a poorly constructed game.
1: Uh, now I look at it as this is where they're picking up the extra money. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are people that played jackal or contra that were experts at the game and could avoid every single shot that was fired their way. But that's like one half of 1%. You you couldn't do it right, with so that. There was one like day, literally one like there, normal normal guys one guy out there without right. I, I, same same thing with jackal. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I can't see that happening with, uh, the normal everyday gamers.
0: But like, you know, if I start a level and I have no idea what I'm doing and there's no indication of where to go, mm-hmm. that's a poorly constructed level.
1: There needs no, be, no, there, I, I there agree with you completely. To something. No, I agree with you completely. Like, one clue should lead to another. Yes. Um, no, I, I, I agree completely. It's
0: like, you start a level, you're in, like, this quicksand that's eating away your health, and there's a timer. And you're just freaking out because you're losing health and you don't know what to do. So right. inevitably the timer goes off and you're done.
1: Right. No, no, no. I, I agree completely. Um, it, which is going to bring us into my next honorable mention, which was Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus was the first game that I truly recall that had a password system. It was 16 unique characters, depending on where you were. hmm um, based on whatever save point you went to, now,
0: I had a couple Game Boy games that operated on this uh, password system. Mm-hmm. So if I remember correctly, you beat the level; it gives you a password, so you don't have to replay that level. Correct. Every single time you play through the
1: game. Correct. Um, I, for the life of me, could never beat like like I don't know. I'm just gonna make a number up. Let's see, there's 20 levels. Mm-hmm. I could never beat past the third level. All right, and and this is where this is kind of where I like the fact of uh, video gaming as a cooperative effort. Mm. My buddy, he's like, "Let me borrow the the uh, game, Todd, and let me see if I can do anything with it." So then I borrowed the game. He beat the game. I said, "How did you beat this game? I, this is insane!" And he basically told me what I had to do, and I like ran through that game. Like, it's like no, you tr- had a trick to it. It wasn't a trick. It was like you have to do this with this person, and then you have to like, because basically you're, you're Icarus, so yeah. you're you're basically like a little Cupid. So mm-hmm. you all you can do is like fire arrows, and there's different arrows and and you you can fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he he basically told me how the game operated, what I needed to do, what I needed not to do. Mm-hmm. And I ran, literally, after he gave me the game back, I beat the game within like a week. Wow. But this was kind of like um, a situation where it was, it was very difficult, but he learned how, he learned the uh, nuances of the game. And once he told me nuances, I didn't have to buy a strategy guide or anything else. I just whipped right through it.
0: Now, if I remember correctly, the official strategy guides that they sell in stores and stuff are sponsored by the gaming companies themselves, right? Correct. So that is literally just an extra money grab. Yeah, it's totally a money grab.
1: I mean, like, literally, that's why um, 20, 30 years later, like, if I have a game, like, and I'll I'll look it up, um, and I have a list of the strategy guides I have, if they're on sale for five bucks, I'll get it because. I don't know what I want to do with that game. Do I want to like complete it 100%? Mm. Do I just want to complete it? You know, whatever the case may do be. Do I want
0: to just have the game and the strategy guide for fun? And,
1: and that happens too with just, me. Just to have them? Yeah. Because you're a collector? Exactly. And and that actually happens with me. Um, but, but Kid Icarus was definitely um, a turning point with me where it was a difficult game but not impossible If you're a good gamer and he was a great gamer Mm -hmm. and he told me what you what you had to do. And I, and I'll be honest with you. I don't remember what he told me to do, but I know as soon as he told me how to play the game, I literally beat it in a week.
0: That's like, I, you know, nobody's a perfect gamer. I don't mind getting help.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's like, you know how to do something. I don't
1: know how to do Please show me, teach me. Right. I want to learn. And, but you don't, you don't, you don't get that nowadays. No. With, with like the new gaming, the way things are.
0: But like, what what you what they do have now though is like, and I've used this time a few times is I can't figure this out. YouTube, somebody will literally show you how to do it. Yeah. But it, it's not the same as like your buddy figuring it out and showing you how to do it.
1: No, it's, it's a, just it's some, a some different thing.
0: Like random teenager, figured it out and makes you feel stupid.
1: Yeah, no, no, I completely agree, because um, I've been there as well, um, but I like the fact that it is able to be figured out by you somebody, by somebody. Yeah. and they can reproduce those effects, mm. because normally, you, you you just don't see that, like, it's it's a whole strategy guide and everything else well, thing.
0: Like, uh, I'll use an example, because um, you said you played the game, or you have the game, Arkham City. Mm-hmm. you know like uh when they're teaching you like the advanced cape flying techniques and you have to go through the bat symbols a certain way right yeah there was one that i just i had so much trouble and i was look i tried it a million times and i saw someone else do it and then i was able to do it i didn't do anything really differently i think it was maybe just like the whole okay it is physically possible to do this yeah Thing kind of thing just clicked yeah
1: and that, and that actually helps. And, now and I like, kind of like, like
0: that. If, I, if and when I replay the game, I can do it without any trouble, because I've, I've played Arkham City
1: probably like eight times. Yeah, Played it more in May. Um, Alright, so that uh, that's... Was that your last one? No, no, no. no. I got three more. Oh. Um, and I'm going to try and wrap this up really quick, because we only got like ten minutes up. Yep. Ninja Gaiden. Ever Ooh. played it? Have you ever I heard of it? I the Xbox version. Xbox Black.
0: Uh, just the first
1: Ninja Gaiden that was released for
0: the Xbox, I played a little bit of
1: Okay. You're basically, like, obviously a ninja. ninja,
0: and you get all these cool ninja weapons. Yeah. There's, like, a supernatural element to the game, though, too,
1: right? Not Ninja Gaiden from... Not your... NES versions. No. I mean, it was basically... Ninja Gaiden was basically, like, the, um... How do I put this? It was the precursor to Prince of Persia, okay. if you ever pay it, played it. Um, and what, what do I mean by that? It was more based on uh, your ability to do different jumps and attacks and everything else mm-hmm. than it was necessarily figuring out puzzles. And and again, Ninja Gaiden also did have puzzles in it. Not obviously as complex as Prince of Persia, but it was kind of like the precursor. To Prince of Persia, okay, and you have you played Prince of Persia for Xbox? I have
0: played a demo, I think, of the Sands of Time,
1: but I never. Really? I never oh my god! The game. I I love Prince of Persia. I, I, I like,
0: look over You have like three Prince of Persia
1: games. Right? Yeah, I it's it's amazing. I like I love Prince of Persia because it combines combat with puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the combat isn't really as intense as the. Um. Normally, you would find in other fighting games, right? But it was definitely the beginning of the puzzle slash fighter genre, okay. in my opinion. Uh, my next one was, and I'm I'm gonna try and run through these quick. Excite Bike. Never heard of that one. 1985. Well before your time. But basically, what Excite Bike was was you would. Create a dirt bike track, and you would challenge your other friends to. Okay, tra- so is
0: like that RC thing you were talking about.
1: It was. It was the precursor to RC Pro Am. Okay. Uh, I think maybe and even
0: you mentioned that. When you
1: were yes, about that. and I love that game. Like I like we would my friends and I we would make up different tracks and everything else. You just try and make them as crazy and possible. Exactly to see who could who could beat it up beat it. Um versus uh, those that couldn't because that was the that was really kind of like the first game where you were in con- you were the programmer mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, you made a level. I made a level, uh, and that was really kind of like the first thing. Now some of them were like insane, like you would have a jump that you'd have to jump like you know five miles or something like that, and obviously you can't do that. But uh, I, just as an example. But that was like the first game where there was interactivity uh, as a means of bringing in the player. Never happened before.
0: Like you actually got a
1: measure of creative control. Over Correct. The yeah. Correct. Um, so I like that one. And my last one, honorable mention: Super Mario Three, 1990. Okay, so You've
0: mentioned Super Mario Two and Super Mario Three, but not
1: wasn't really a huge fan of super mario no i um, I,
0: I totally feel it oh actually i have one here i didn't mention it super mario 64
1: super mario 64 it's a totally different game i
0: never played it well no i didn't never play i never owned it but like it, it, it came with the game it no not game mine
1: game. came with the donkey kong 64 Oh, okay okay all right
0: so super mario 64 was always the like the demo loaded in like toys r us gotcha and, like, that's where I would play it. But, again, I wasn't really into Mario, so I never really got
1: the game. Super Mario 64 was awesome. <coughs> um, but going back to... That, that's, like, one of those, like, I would, uh, in retrospect, <laughs> probably
0: really enjoy that
1: game. No, no, no. I, I honestly think you would, too, because I played that ad nauseum. Uh, Super Mario 3, though, 1990, uh, that was the first uh, introduction of the Tanuki suit. Okay. The which bit... one, right? Yeah, where you could like uh have him in different suits, he could do different things based on what he was. Was
0: that the first game with Luigi?
1: That, oh, no, that I can't Sugar that brothers. That I can't say without uh looking it up. Different yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um <laughs> whatever. But Super Mario Three was really the first um time where they uh, showed an interactivity of the adventure game with the action game. With the Tanuki suit and leveling up and everything, everything like that. So that was my honorable oh, you mention. You level up in Super Mario Three. Uh, well, in terms of the suits. Oh, gotcha. Because uh, there was a suit where you could fly. There was a suit you could breathe underwater. Okay. You know that type of thing. That that's what I mean by leveling up. Gotcha, gotcha. So I, I that's really not an accurate uh, estimation. But those are my honorable mentions. Anything else you have to say, Derek? Honestly, when
0: I get when I get home, I'm probably gonna open the the tote that I have all my N64 stuff in and find a game I forgot about. Okay. Odds are that'll happen. All right. Because I'm I'm picturing this one game. I think it was for N64, where like you're like a Starfighter, you're flying around, and it's kind of a button masher where and you get certain power ups and your lasers are become I, different. Are you talking about Star Fox? No, it's not. Star, I never had Star Fox. Um. Ah, for the life of me, I can't think of it. All right, but if I still have it, if
1: I even ever owned it, it might have been a game I ran it or something. Okay, all right. So this was our bonus episode for season two. Yeah, kind of our swan song. To search for more money (laughs) from uh, spaceballs. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, this was a. We ran out of time for episodes one and two. We got three episodes out of a thing we thought was going to take us twenty minutes. Yeah,
1: I mean, like literally, like I I can't believe this took us so long to to go through all this. But um, I hope everyone liked the show. Um, I welcome any comments or criticisms on that. What what your uh, favorites are? What your what you're most despised of? Um, I can't think of anything else. Well,
0: stay tuned for season.
1: Season three.
0: Official official final end of season two.
1: Yes. And then season three starts immediately thereafter. Immediately thereafter. Correct. All right. It's its own separate and beautiful entity. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Todd. I'm Derek. Don't forget to like us on Facebook,
0: Twitter, Instagram, Google. Play, right? iTunes, mm-hmm. sprout.
1: And remember the
0: normal is the newborn. Thank you. Here, give me that.